0: CHAPTER ONE "'Miss Bates,' Mrs. Crawford said. "'I'm going to have to be brutally honest with you. Some parents are concerned about Hannah enrolling at Miracosta High School. Miss Bates?' Startled Josie shifted in her seat. She'd been watching Hannah through the little window in the door of the principal's office. Hannah's head was down as she dutifully filled out registration forms. She was already behind, starting more than a month late because of the trial.' There was so much against her, not the least of which was the problems in her gorgeous head, that Josie couldn't have felt more anxious if she was Hannah's mother. Now she forced herself to look away, giving her attention to the principal, Mrs. Crawford. "'I don't know why they would be concerned. Hannah didn't kill Justice Rayburn,' Josie said. "'But they remember the trial. There was a great deal of publicity.' And there was even more when Hannah's mother was convicted of the crime. Now her mother is in jail and all ties to her have been severed. If anyone is unaware of the outcome of that trial, I'll be more than happy to fill them in. Lawyers and educators both know that facts have nothing to do with emotional reality. Mrs. Crawford smiled. I doubt the reality of gossip, innuendo, and curiosity on the part of students or their parents is going to surprise you. What may surprise you are the consequences of all that— "'You don't have children, do you?' Josie shook her head. "'I'm not married.' Mrs. Crawford nodded. The world was a different place for someone without children. For those with children, the world was a lunar landscape without gravity, full of potholes and insurmountable mountain rises in the distance. Even those born to be parents had a tough time navigating the terrain. Mrs. Crawford gave Josie Baylor-Bates a 50-50 chance of surviving unscathed.' "Then you haven't had the pleasure of dealing," she chuckled before sliding into seriousness. "Parents will be wary of friendships formed with Hannah. They won't want her at their houses just in case she's a bad influence. Other students may try to take her on to see how tough she is. They'll want to see how far they can push her." mrs Crawford hesitated. "They may want to see if she really doesn't feel pain the way the papers reported. Since you are aware of what might happen, I assume you'll take every precaution to see that Hannah's safe? Josie suggested coolly, not unaware that Mrs. Crawford was trying to help. I'd like to be able to promise you that, but I can't, Mrs. Crawford sat back. We have a lot of children who are targets of their peers for any number of reasons. Things have changed since you were in high school. Kids can be targeted because of their sexual orientation, their IQ, or just the way they look. We do the best we can, but. "'Hannah's a little different. She's been to jail. She pled guilty to a murder. People will wonder. Kids will get in her face.' "'I'm assuming this is leading somewhere, so why don't we get to the bottom line?' Josie suggested, trying not to worry that the morning was flying by and she still had work to do. How real parents did this, sometimes with more than one kid, was beyond her. Mrs. Crawford took a minute to gaze through the small window. She lifted her chin toward Hannah.' when she spoke, her tone had softened and her eyes were back on Josie. Off the record, I think Hannah is a beautiful, smart, well-spoken young woman. On top of that, I think she's incredibly brave and bizarrely selfless. I don't think my kids would have gone to jail for me. She tipped her head and held up her hands as if helpless. But this is a big school, Miss Bates, and we draw from three different districts— "'Hannah might do better in a smaller venue, "'a place where the student body is more easily monitored "'and the administration could better control "'the reaction to Hannah's notoriety. "'Chadwick might be an option.' "'No, Chadwick isn't an option. "'I've spoken to Hannah about that. "'She doesn't want to go to a rich school. "'She's had enough of rich people. "'She just wants to get back to school.' "'Josie glanced at her charge quickly. "'As for the administration, "'I don't think you're going to have to control anything. "'Hannah is capable of doing that all by herself.' Mrs. Crawford nodded. She picked up a pen and pulled a sheet of paper toward her. Okay, then. You've made your decision. I just wanted to make sure we were on the same page. Funding cuts have left us with only one psychologist on this campus. If Hannah needs help, she'll have to understand she isn't the only one who does. No problem. Hannah's trial isn't going to be the talk forever. She'll deal with things, and if she can't, we'll know sooner than later. I hope so. Take my word for it, we will. Josie said, thinking one look at Hannah's arms was all it would take to know if Hannah was heading off the deep end. Josie shivered, remembering the first time she had seen the ugly road map of scars on Hannah's arms. It was one thing for a child to be tortured by an adult, another to know that child had so much pain she cut herself to be rid of it. All right, I guess we're clear, Mrs. Crawford put on her glasses, sat up, and pulled a file toward her. Josie paid attention. You're Hannah's legal guardian? "'I am. Her mother signed the papers last week. "'And will Hannah need a parking permit?' "'Josie shook her head. "'Not yet. Her license was revoked. "'We're going to be getting it back, but for now I'll be picking her up. "'I'd like to keep a close eye on her for at least the first couple of months.' "'Mrs. Crawford made a note, nodding her appreciation of Josie's concern. "'I see that Hannah will have to miss sixth period every other Tuesday?' "'The principal's eyes flickered up.' "'She has an appointment with her psychologist.' "'I figured since that was the P.E. period, it would be better than missing math,' Josie answered. "'I imagine she'll be making up her exercise since you live on the Strand. "'Does she run?' Josie laughed. "'No, Hannah's artistic, not athletic. I don't think I'll get her running any time soon.' "'Too bad. I'd give anything to live down there. I'd walk every spare minute. "'Are you a runner?' Mrs. Crawford made small talk as she filled in forms and pushed them toward Josie for a signature.' "'Some. Volleyball, mostly.' Josie scribbled her name. "'That should have been my first guess,' Mrs. Crawford laughed. "'My next guess was going to be basketball.' Josie signed the emergency contact card and pushed it back, grateful that there wasn't going to be an extended conversation about her height. "'Well,' she said as she stacked the forms, "'I think that does it. And don't worry. We have a fine art department. I think Hannah will be a great asset.' "'Thanks,' Josie checked her watch.' A bell rang. Even in the principal's office, Josie could hear the thunderous sound a couple of hundred kids made as they changed classes. It was time for her to go. She had a hearing at the pier courthouse in forty-five minutes. She got up. So, do you need anything else? Nope, Mrs. Crawford stood up. I'll take Hannah around to the classrooms. I've arranged for one of our students to help her out for the next few days. I appreciate that. Josie took the hand Mrs. Crawford offered. She hitched her purse and glanced at Hannah. Finished with her own paperwork, Hannah was looking right back at Josie with those clear spring green eyes of hers. Josie smiled. Hannah was even more beautiful than the first day she saw her. The nose ring was gone. The tongue stud was gone. Her hair had grown back where the hospital had shaved it. Today she had wrapped a sky blue scarf across her brow. Her long black hair fell in curls past her shoulders, and her dark skin gleamed under the light that came through a high window. And Hannah's fingers were busy. They gently touched the arm of her chair. Josie could count along with her. One, five, ten, twenty times. The doctors called her behavior obsessive-compulsive. Josie had another name for it. Heartbreaking. It would end. It was already better. Hannah didn't cut herself up any anymore, and that was a big step in the right direction. All Josie needed to do was hang in there with that girl. Josie had saved her once. It was time to finish the job. Josie dug in her purse, turned around again, and handed the principal a piece of paper. Look, I know this is a lot to ask, but Hannah's terrified of being left or forgotten. If there's ever a problem, well, that's a list of friends you can call. Family, really. If I ever get hung up and can't get to a phone to call, I'd appreciate you calling anyone on that list. One of them will come get her. I'll talk to Hannah tonight and tell her to come straight to you if I'm late. Mrs. Crawford looked at the list and then put it under the picture of her own family. It wouldn't be forgotten. That's something I can personally promise. So... She put her hands together. I guess we both better get to work. Hannah didn't look back as she walked down the now quiet halls with Mrs. Crawford, but Josie couldn't take her eyes off the girl. She wanted to go with Hannah just to make sure she was fine. That was something a mother would do. Just not something Hannah or Josie's mothers had done. But Josie wasn't a mother. She had taken in Hannah because there was no one else. That decision had changed Josie's life, and she wasn't quite sure it was for the better. Archer would say it was for the worse, and Josie thought about that as she walked across the campus, looked both ways before she crossed the street, and tossed her purse and jacket in the back of her Jeep Wrangler. She swung herself into the seat, and a second later her cell phone rang. She checked her watch. Too early for the court to be calling to find out where she was on that settlement hearing. The new client didn't have her cell number. She was freelancing for Face, and no one was expecting her at the office. Bert wasn't in the restaurant that day. Billy Zuni? Hopefully he'd be in school. Whoever it was, it couldn't be all that important. It kept ringing as Josie rolled up her shirt sleeves and reached in the back for her baseball cap. Oh, hell, she muttered. Curiosity got the better of her. She grabbed for the phone, pushed the button. Bates? Less than a minute later, Josie was peeling down the street, laying rubber as she headed to the freeway that would take her downtown to Parker Center and the detention cell where Archer was being held on suspicion of murder.